The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Making the world your lover. Oh, that's what we're here to do, my darlings. That's what we do through my online joy school at lisamacourt.com, through my newest book, Free Your Joy, The 12 Keys to Sustainable Happiness, and it's what we're going to do right here, right now together on the Do Joy podcast, where I bring you fascinating guests with powerful insights for elevating your personal vibration. Deep lasting happiness is a skill you can learn, and I'm so honored to be on this journey with you. Happy summertime wrap up, my listener loves. It's been such a whirlwind of activity around here with the release of Free Your Joy. My heart is so filled with gratitude for all of you. All of you who bought and are still buying Free Your Joy. All of you who have written to me about it and endorsed it and reviewed it. The launch parties have been off the charts wonderful and I'm just walking on clouds and much of that is because of you. So please feel my gratitude, rub it into your heart. I love you. Couple of exciting announcements. Joy School has reopened for membership, accepting new members right now. You can get all the details at lisamccourt.com. New people are coming in who are reading for your joy and want a place to talk about that and have love and support during that journey. And it's totally fine also if you're not reading the book. You'll benefit from being in the conversation either way. As many of us learned in high school, you can learn a lot in a class without ever cracking open the text. So if that's your style, you do you. It's a wonderful time to get on board with us at Joy School either way. And maybe gorgeous nature retreats are your style. The Free Your Joy, Awaken Your Magic Retreat is happening next month at Cactus Blossom Retreat Center in Southern California. We still have a few spots left. I'm teaching it with my amazing partner, Victoria Shaw. It will be three days of pure awesome. We have such unique and transformational activities planned for y'all. I'm over the moon excited about it. The accommodations are beautiful. The weather should be beautiful. The curriculum will kind of blow your mind. I'm not going to lie. It's October 13th, 14th, and 15th. And we've just added a tremendous extra session with our friend Chris Niebauer on the 15th. He wrote, No Self, No Problem, How Neuropsychology is Catching Up with Buddhism. I highly suggest you listen to the podcast I did with Chris. He is just a wealth of information that aligns spectacularly with what we're doing at this retreat. You can find all of that at lisamccourt.com. I wanted to let y'all know also that just prior to that, the first week in October, I'll be in Nebraska for the Plum Creek Literacy Festival doing four days of workshops and talks and book signings. So let me know if any of y'all are planning to be there. I'd love to make sure we connect. 
And if you're local to South Florida, please check my website for some really powerful new workshops I'm leading with my brilliant teaching partner, Rob Mack, this month and next month. Okay, so we're going back to some basics with this conversation today, but these basics are so, so good and so important. I wanted you to hear from this beautiful guest this week, this wrap up of summertime, when kids are getting ready to go back to school, because it can be a stressy time, right? Our, our beautiful little kids carry a lot, they really do. But these techniques are really the foundational pieces to all kinds of personal growth for all age people. So even if you don't have kids, my guest is so genuine and heartfelt and passionate about her mission that I know you're gonna adore her and benefit from all the wisdom that she has to share either way. Julie Deanne is a best-selling children's book author, TEDx speaker, life transformation coach, and illumination guide. We're going to have so much fun today. Welcome, Julie. Hi, Lisa. Thank you so much. I've been excited to talk to you about your beautiful book and your beautiful mission. I am a huge proponent of meditation. I teach all kinds of meditation tools in Joy School, from the really dedicated, committed meditators to the, I'm going to stick my little pinky toe into this and try it out. We try to have like a meditation style for everybody who's interested. And you have a vision for all children to have the skills of meditation and just have it embedded into their childhood, embedded into their lives. Tell me about your beautiful vision. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Again, that ah, when I first started experiencing meditation daily as an adult, that's when it hit me. And this was this was a few years ago. It was really during COVID. And it was just like, oh my gosh, where have these skills been all my life? How come no one ever taught me this? And working with my daughter, I started, you know, having her meditate and experience it. And it was like, there has to be a better way to help kids learn how to self-regulate and how to use these tools that every single one of us is born with. And it starts with our breathing and the breath work calms down the body. And then once we're calm, we can focus on our thoughts and then recognizing that, hey, you can actually choose better thoughts, right? We can choose our thoughts. We're not a victim of our thoughts. So just putting this into a daily practice, even just five minutes, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about that. It makes a difference. But the key, of course, is consistency and repetition. It absolutely does make a difference. And by the time we're grownups, it's really hard to train people. It's really hard to, to get that, that to become second nature and for them to see the incredible benefits of this. But if we could start them off, if we could get them young, and I know that that's, uh, that's what you're doing with your book. I, I could so relate to that story because that was why I wrote the children's book that's been really the bread and butter of my publishing career has been my I Love You Stinky Face. And it was out of that same desire for I'm I've I've learned that these feelings of inherent self-worth and non-lovability and I have to be what everybody wants me to be I've learned how damaging this is and you look around and you see it's super super prevalent and it's like what if we could get kids young what if I could write something that would just start to imprint this un un 
believable worthiness no matter what this unconditional I am valid I am worthy I am going to get love I am going to be loved and then maybe kids wouldn't grow up with this debilitating lack of worthiness that is so 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 prevalent so I understand completely what you're doing here with like let's just get in there while it's early make it second nature and we can change the world absolutely yes I love that you know when kids start to practice this and they start to realize that when you change how you think about something and you always have that, the only thing you can ever change in any moment is how you choose to think. So when you change that thought, you just say, what if, what if it were the total opposite? You'd be amazed at how instantly your body feels different. You get different feelings. And of course, when you get different feelings, you're going to choose different actions and that creates your reality. So everything starts with a thought and just the simple act of letting kids realize that they can choose their thoughts and and seeing the difference like you said starting early they're going to have these skills so that later on my hope is if they learn it early on whether or not they decide to continue or not at least as they get older they'll have been introduced so maybe they can go back to that in the moment and say you know what maybe i should try that meditation thing again who knows maybe it'll work yeah, once it's in there, it's in there, and they have that frame of reference, and you never know what might trigger it back into a live status at some later point in their lives. You're absolutely right. And and I love that what you are outlining for children, which is very appropriate and perfect for young children, also really would be appropriate and perfect for a lot of adults who are just dipping their toes into meditation. Um, <laughs> on this podcast, I always give listeners a, a home play practice, something that they can take into their day-to-day lives, something to focus on. I wonder if you'd be willing to take us through your routine that, that you recommend for kids, and we could make that home play even for adults who might be dabbling with this, um, this whole meditation concept mindfulness oh, certainly my pleasure so I um, I actually do go through the process in the TEDx talk that I delivered last November in Greensboro and it's on YouTube it's uh, the number one tool that schools need to teach that every school needs to teach and every child needs to know mm. and essentially the meditation would start with some body movement first just to get the energy flowing to get you in a, a better state because when we move the body that releases endorphins and it instantly makes you feel better. Then we start with some deep, slow breathing to then get your body in that calm state where you can observe your thoughts. So you start with deep, slow inhaling up and I do the breath holds at the top and then exhaling slowly through the mouth. And that also gets the breathing circular in through the nose, out through the mouth. And then what we do is we do a little visualization practice. I like to imagine golden light from above coming down and just filling up your entire body surrounding you, just giving you that warm feeling of pure love and light or that yummy goodness of comfort and home, you know, something that brings you joy. And when you're in that state and you're picturing that and you just feel yourself just filled up with pure love and light, then we start with the positive statements. And I love it how you were going through these and saying, yes, we need to tell ourselves, you know, we are absolutely uh, lovable just as we are. We are perfect, whole and complete just as we are. That's the thing. Our minds are always running some sort of playback there. It's always saying some sort of chatter. Why not choose the statements that are going to be empowering and are going to fill us up with joy and love 
and be good for us instead of repeating something that is either nonsensical or is not helpful at all. So that's, that's the purpose, right? To get these going so that we create, we raise that background level of the happiness set point and which raises your sort of background happiness level so that you feel better more of the time. And then we just make those statements and then as kids and parents, because adults and parents, they're the ones that are gonna be teaching the kids. So by default, they have to experience it themselves, right? So that is part of the mission, right? To get the adults and teachers to experience it and realize, hey, this really is good. Not just for the kids, but for me. (laughs) So that's beautiful. And then get them to understand, wait, you can start to create your own powerful affirmations and statements to address anything in your life. And that's when we really know that we're empowered and we start to realize that we do have the power to create our reality. For sure. And and when, when we're very young, I feel like it's easier to believe those statements. I think that a lot of adults just starting to to try a practice like this, they're saying the words, but they don't believe it because those other beliefs have had so long to be ingrained and the grooves are so well-worn in your brain. Mm -hmm. So this is a chance to nip all of that in the bud and get in there and and you know when when kids learn that they don't have to keep those negative patterns on on loop those negative statements about themselves on loop in their brains and of course kids want to feel good they know that they know that better than we do better than adults do and they'll they'll just start to choose the thoughts that feel better so it really is so important this mission that you're on awesome you know i love it when you were saying that the grooves because dr dispenza libby weaver they all talk about that Um, And this quote came to mind, anything you repeat becomes a belief. Oh, yeah. And yes, even my daughter, I have, I've counseled her and said, look, if you don't like, for example, let's just say, and this is one of the scenarios in the book that I wrote, which would you choose? If you have trouble, feel like you have trouble making friends or, you know, something like that, you say, you know what? I always make friends easily or just start small, say, I'm really good at, I'm getting better and better every day at making friends. I'm getting better and better every day. You could just say that. I'm getting better and better every day in every way. And then as your mood and your mindset begins to shift in that positive direction, then you can start picking, I always make wonderful friends. All Everybody loves me. Everybody is always helpful to me. I literally did this for myself many years ago before I ever studied any of this because I was tired of feeling like I had trouble making friends or that I was self-conscious or that maybe, you know, second guessing myself all the time. So I just decided, you know what, I'm just going to start making better friends. And so I started repeating that. And at first I didn't believe it, but again, the more you repeat it and the more you begin to visualize and feel that feeling, the more it becomes your reality. And I think that's the key that, that people miss. It's not just about repeating it. It's about feeling it. It's about beginning to picture it because our pictures are so powerful, if not the most powerful thing, because our mind sees in pictures. For sure. And our mind doesn't really differentiate between what's actually happening and what we're imagining and envisioning. It's going to just exactly. register it all as information. That, that's why that's my visualization works and repetition, like you said. I love that you brought up that quote. I teach that quote in joy school. Do you know that it's Emile Cue? Emile Cue, the, the French philosopher from like... <laughs> 
centuries ago. I think it was like billed as like the first positive affirmation every day in every way. I'm getting better and better. And that's really oh. that that's really all you have to say because your your consciousness knows whatever you're judging yourself for not being good at making friends or making the right dietary choices or you know whatever you're judging yourself for every day in every way I'm getting better and better. It's an easier one than I already rock this situation because we don't believe oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's Emile QA, unless I'm saying it wrong, but uh, but yeah. That's beautiful, yeah. It's the perfect affirmation, it really is. And so in this book for kids, it not only shows them how to use this meditation protocol tool, but how to bring it into situations that occur in day-to-day life, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, talk about that. So once you're practiced a little bit with this skill, what happens if you're on the playground and the bully's there? Exactly. So along with my daughter, I I developed this book that would be scenario based. And so it would take kids through somewhat common scenarios that any kid or any adult as a child would have found themselves in. You know, for example, you're in a classroom and you're afraid to raise your hand to speak up. Or maybe um, you're around some other kids and one of them talks about, you know, they have a birthday party coming up and and you don't, you weren't invited. How are you going to feel about that? just trying to do something, getting frustrated and wanting to quit. You have options there. So the scenarios are designed to bring you back to a situation where you have these feelings. And then I have two columns where you go through the negative emotions and how that could turn out. And then the positive emotions and how that could turn out to show kids that, hey, you get to choose in any moment and you can change that thought at any time. You know, you could be going down that negative spiral, but just, like a switch, you can flip it over and say, no, I'm going to choose to think this way, or I'm going to focus on this. Because in life, almost everyone is either pushed by pain or pulled by vision, pulled by beauty and what they desire. And that's what we want to shift it is let's just forget about the pain and let's start focusing on what we do want in life. And it's amazing that when you make the decision that, yes, this is where I'm headed, all the roadblocks just, they seem to, to dissolve on their own or, or get smoothed out and become easier. And it's it's really a beautiful process. And it, it is amazing, I think, to, um, to teach children this and see where they take it and how they create magic on their own with these things, with these tools. Yeah, because magical thinking comes easily when you're that age. It's so hard for me to teach the grownups this kind of magical thinking, Julie. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> It works for the grown-ups. It would work. It's just a harder sell. They don't have that natural ability to do magical thinking that the kids do. So, so you gotta get them. Gotta get them right there. I love that. True. Is your daughter this kind of? No, I was just gonna say the world is is sort of uh, set against us, right? Because we grow up, we start out with like this more open-minded, more um, free-thinking, creative, imaginative, and then and then the responsibility, and then some other things, and then we're kind of in some ways beat down everybody's experience is different but the the it's kind of stacked against us in a way i i can see there's there's a shift coming i can see things are shifting and it it is starting to open up you know open-minded thinking which is fantastic but there's still a lot that we need to put into place and and that's why you know again i do think that like your school your books and and getting what I call, I call this daily meditation a time within because it's a less charged um, 
term than prayer or meditation, right? You're simply being silent, being still, connecting to your heart center and just being, right? We are recognizing that we are alive, we are breathing, all is well. Just that alone is enough to start to create that feeling of connection to, to everything in life. And I think that's so important. So when we take this time within, then we're able to look at the world from a more centered place and choose how we want to respond instead of reacting out of fear and out of all these other things that have been you know, pretty much pre-programmed into our minds. Yeah, that is absolutely true. Did, did a lot of this stem from your own journey? Did you have a, a journey of transformation where you, um, you know, sort of really were able to recognize the difference of before and after? <laughs> oh, yes, it, it was for me, you know, my whole life has been like this continual series of, of questioning and wanting and seeking and I tried something and then things wouldn't work out and I pivot and shift and, and I was constantly, you know, I was one of those people that would explore self-help books and then drop it and then try other things, talk to people, but I felt like I was always growing and expanding, but it really, um, even though I had started meditation and yoga like, you know, over 20 years ago, it wasn't a consistent thing. I would do it and then I'd drop it and even years would go by and I wouldn't do it at all and then I'd pick it back up again and it was kind of sporadic. but. When I started doing meditation daily, like, you know, morning and night a few years ago, and, and that's, it didn't take but a few weeks before I started really noticing the difference. I mean, drastically, like, and I could start to feel that I wasn't getting triggered by things like I used to. I was able to make more informed decisions and I was just exploring all different types of meditation, uh, different types of yoga. Uh, learning about energy healing, learning about breath work, which I didn't even know was a thing. That was really eye-opening. All this amazing stuff. It's just, I started getting these intuitive hits. You know, when you just, you're still and you're listening and you practice listening for your own inner guidance. You're, you could say the infinite universe, God, spirituality, just, just listening to that and asking, asking your heart, what is it that I'm here to learn? Or what is it that I need to know today? And, and the more that you foster that relationship with your own intuition or your own inner guidance, the easier it is to hear it. And the easier it will be for you to connect into that on a daily, if not constant basis. And that's when, yeah, things, they talk about the serendipitous moments or luck. Well, it, it's not luck. It's not serendipity. It's you being in connection in flow and getting those intuitive hits. And it is amazing how the universe just orchestrates everything for your for your highest good, for the highest good of all, so that you can continue to progress. I love the authenticity with which you expressed that. Yes, see y'all, I'm not crazy over here. This stuff is true. It works. Julie just told you. It's absolutely true. <laughs> the magic is there. If you don't believe in the magic, you're not going to see it. You have to start by believing in it and then just taking those steps, those steps in faith and, and hold out till the magic shows up for you because it is there. It is doable. So true. So true. I love one of the uh, things that I see that you call yourself an illumination guide. Tell us about what it means to be an illumination guide. Thank you for asking that. That was one of those things that kind of came to me because I had something blocking me with the word coach. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I am trained as a life transformation coach through the Mary Morrissey Brave Thinking Institute. Mm-hmm. That's but great. the word coach and consultant didn't quite seem to fit. That seems very uh, business oriented. I was like, I'm just here as a guide, as a guide for children and adults, but for all of us to recognize the innate power and the light and the, the true purpose that each one of us has within, because each one of us is here with a unique purpose. And I'm just here to help guide you to shine your own light and to live that purpose in this world. Because it, it isn't always easy to find. And, you know, up until I joined the Brave Thinking Institute, I didn't even realize that there was a process for success. There, there are actually steps you can take to discover your purpose and then to start living it. And, and combining those brave thinking principles with all of the things that I had learned over the past several years and, and really my whole life, but positive affirmations, the breath work, everything, I realized, yes, you can begin to take the right steps, tap in, connect to your inner guidance, and then it's, it's kind of like, um, I heard this analogy once, like you're driving down a dark road with fog and you have the headlights on and you can only see a few feet in front of you, but as you move forward, you see a few feet in front and it keeps expanding and expanding and you're always going to see a little bit more. And I think that's how this works. I think this magical universal process works is as you begin to trust that everything is going to show up at the right time and it's going to reveal itself in the proper order. You just keep moving forward and shining your, your light. And eventually we're going to get out of the fog and things are going to be really clear and it's going to be beautiful. Yeah, I love that analogy. It's so true. It's just about following the breadcrumbs and trusting that the next breadcrumb is going to appear. Trusting that the fog is going to keep clearing. It's not going to suddenly just be a wall of fog. It's going to keep clearing if you just keep taking that next step and the next one. I know that you are a wonderful guide and your clients are very lucky to have you because I can feel the authenticity and what you're bringing to this, this gig. So illumination guide for adults and and kids. Do you do you coach families? Do you do I shouldn't use the word coach. I agree with you about coach. I don't like to That's call okay. myself a coach either. I, I avoid that word all the time. I usually end up saying teacher, teacher of certain spiritual hmm. principles, psychological principles, because I just feel better about that. I've learned some things right. I want to teach you. <laughs> yeah. But um but illumination guide is beautiful. So do you work with families? Oh yes, absolutely. Ideally, uh families is what I would is my target audience because again helping the children helping the parents together and they can do the time with them together like ideally every every morning and then potentially at night but actually that brings me back you had asked about um in the moment like how does this help you know if you're you're practicing in the mornings like say you're doing your five minute time within and at night you may drop the physical movement because you don't want to get hyped up you're ready for bed but doing the breathing is the deep breathing with Extending the exhalation is the only thing, according to Dr. Libby Weaver, scientifically proven, to instantly calm the body down. So you're doing deep breathing, but you're extending the exhalation. You're exhaling longer than you inhale. That will instantly calm the body down. So that gets you ready for sleep. Or it also, in the moment, let's say that the child is in the playground, something happens, they get hit accidentally, or somebody yells and they get upset by something that someone said. If they can just remember, in that moment, freeze, now take a deep breath, and then slowly exhale, do that two or three times. And your body will instantly calm down and your head will get clearer, and then you can say, okay, maybe it was an accident, let me turn around and, and, and ask them, hey, that hurt, 
could you please, you know, be more careful? Or, okay, we're not going to say that. Don't talk to me like that. Or I'm going to tell the teacher or whatever the question, you know, the case may be. But it's just, I think some parents and adults, they might feel like this is, maybe I'm thinking it's too much or maybe kids can't do this. But I don't think that's the case. Kids are very resilient and they do pick up things very quickly. And even my, my daughter, I mean, this is why this is one of the scenarios in my book and I talk about in the TEDx talk, talk. I taught her this one technique and it's simply in the moment, the flip around. You say, you're, you're having negative thoughts and she was in the pool and she was saying, oh my gosh, I can't get this flip. This is, I'm so dumb. You know, why did I even try? I should just give up. And she was on the verge of giving up. And I taught her, you just say, stop. I choose not that. And then you replace it with what you choose. I always say, I choose joy, love, freedom. And then I put in, you know, I am getting this. I choose this. I'm doing this, right? Whatever that this is. And for her, at that time, she said, no, I'm going to get this flip. I am doing this. I'm here and I'm doing it. And she literally, within a few tries, she got it. And then her friend showed up and she was able to teach them the flip. And it was... Oh my gosh, it brought tears of joy to my eyes because I had taught her that trick and about four weeks later, at the time, she was like, okay, whatever. And she walked away and I thought, well, I thought it was a great idea, but whatever. I didn't realize that she would remember it and she remembered it in the moment and she did it and oh, it was just, just awesome. So if we can just teach them little tricks like that, what a difference it'll make. I mean, every moment that you make a different choice, you are putting yourself on that path of recognizing you can choose. You can create the joy and the magic in your life. And, and the negative thoughts are there as a teacher, just to remind you, hey, you might not be thinking in the best way right now, or maybe you should change your thoughts because you know this doesn't make you feel good. And so you can redo that thinking. I mean, it's, it's a valid feeling. It's just, do you wanna stay in those negative thoughts? Or do you wanna flip over and take the fun route? <laughs> <laughs> and for her to get that instant validation, that's what really solidifies it, right? That just seals it into the brain because the alternative would have been to continue saying the negative, I'm not going to get it, I'm not going to get it, and then she doesn't get it, and that's what would have been sealed into her brain. So seeing mm-hmm. herself in action, doing it that way, and having that reinforcement right on the spot, that's priceless. I love that. You said she taught her friends the, the flip. Did she teach them the the thought flip too did she teach them the trick that would be a a (laughs) proud mama moment (laughs) oh my gosh you know what i I, i'll have to ask her but but i will say this i know from her teacher that over the past year of school she has been the one to give her friends counsel like when they are feeling negative and they are speaking negatively she's the one that usually will counsel them to you know, hey, let's look on the bright side. Let's look on the other side. So I, I think that's that's really beautiful. And, and sometimes you know, we're better at giving advice than, than giving it to ourselves. But at least if it's coming out, then, you know, it's a circle, right? And it comes back to you. When you so teach something, really you learn it in a different way. It lands in a different part of your brain. So there you go. She's not only received it, but she's she's putting it in different storage pockets in her brain when she teaches it to someone else. That's beautiful. Yes. Remind absolutely. me how old she is. She's 12 now. She's 12. And yeah. How early would you say it's appropriate to start these kinds of uh, sharing this with your kids? 
Well, honestly, it, as early as you can, because even as babies, they're observing you, they're feeling the energy, like especially when you're meditating, you're praying, you're taking the time within, um, they are observing that and that is sinking in. But the actual statements and everything, I would say as early as five. Um, the program I, or the book itself, I designed for ages six to 12, but the time within, I'm, I'm targeting, you know, kindergarten through say sixth, seventh grade, mm -hmm. but again, they're these are skills these are lifelong skills and they're things that are beneficial across the board for any age for adults and children yeah for so sure. yeah it's it, it's all it's all good um good and important skills to learn and they're they're transferable not just transferable to anything in life but like it's something that evolves with you so the more you do it you might feel inspired at some point to say a certain statement you know, to, to make an affirmation that that feeds you in that moment and helps you to shift a certain area or specific issue that you're dealing with at the time. And even the movement, you know, I've been um, in meditations before where I'm like, you know, I'm kind of twisting and shaking, and then all of a sudden I get inspired to do something different with my arms and my hands. I don't know why, <laughs> but it just feels good. So I do that, That's you know? Beautiful. and. and it, yeah, and I think that's a way of, um, it's kind of like Tai Chi yoga and, and just energy healing. It's um, something that I definitely want to explore later on is learning more about how the body movements and energy, how that flow is created in uh -huh. the field that we don't necessarily see with our eyes, but we perceive it, you know, energetically. Yeah. So y'all for a home play, you could do that process that Julie described earlier. Or even if you want to keep it really simple, you could practice the inhalation with a longer exhalation when you're in a moment that you recognize being triggered, being not, not in your most clear, high consciousness state of mind, and just see if it can uh, start to bring you back home. That would be the minimum little home play that you could do. Julie, I know that you had some sort of program with families. Is it too late for people to get in on that, that program that you were inviting um, to families to work with you? Oh, yes, I'm so excited. I'm about to start my pilot class of teaching a time within. So this would be for parents, for teachers, for educators, anyone with uh, children, preferably ages five to 12. But this program would be actually going through and starting where every every day, at least weekdays, if not every day, you're doing the Time Within program um, together with me. There would be coaching calls during the week, at least a one-hour coaching call. Um, I also have this neat little thing called a technique of the week. And I send out a short video, and it would be a specific mindset shift technique. The video would be only three to five minutes, but it would help teach other techniques of helping kids and parents to shift in the moment so that you don't continue down that negative spiral. And so there are all kinds of techniques for this, but I'll go through them in the videos. It'll be awesome. We have a private Facebook group where you can connect with other people and other parents and educators who are dealing with similar issues. And uh, another, well, I have a couple of wonderful bonuses that are included in that. But right now um, I have a few slots available to allow people to join in the program for free. So definitely reach out to me if you're interested. I'd love to have you join. And then, you know, once the free spots fill up, I'll definitely start having to charge for it. But this would be the initial pilot class 
getting a time within off the ground. So I'm so excited to be presenting this and offering it to your audience. I want you to get thousands of takers on this class. We need this to happen, Julie. (laughs) Awesome, awesome. Tell them how exactly to reach out to you for that, because I don't want anybody to to miss that opportunity. What's the best way to reach out? They email you or do your site? Awesome. Well, let me say first, you can go to my website because all of my contact information is there, and that is juliedeanauthor.com. So I'll spell it because the Deanne is just D-A-N-N without the apostrophe. So it's J-U-L-I-E-D-A-N-N-A-U-T-H-O-R, juliedeanauthor.com. But I have an email, which is illuminateyourlifeandshine at gmail.com. And then on Facebook, you can reach me at, I'm Julie Deanne on Facebook. So Julie, and then my last name, is actually D apostrophe A N N, and that's also the name to look up the book. Which would you choose online? It's by Julie Dan. Um, the, probably the website is the best way. That's where everything's everything's easily accessible. Beautiful. Yes. I'm wondering in your transformation journey, because I know you've been on this this path as most of the listeners and myself have been. Have you done inner child work? Is that something that, that really informs what you bring to the table? Do you, do you spend active time parenting your inner child today? Hmm. I, I love that you asked that question. I did a lot of work um, on the inner child and, and on growing and connecting. And I would say they call it shadow work as well. Like mm-hmm. Aaron Dowdy talks about this a lot. Uh, Marissa Peer, of course, mm-hmm. Joe Dispenza. I've done a lot of different um, meditations and programs to like heal certain inner blocks or feelings of not enoughness, of lack of lovability, of just self-doubt, and um, taken some courses as well. I loved Jeffrey Allen's course on duality. That's where I really, and that was through Mind Valley, by the way. Uh, Mind Valley is phenomenal. They have all kinds of courses on different things exploring, but just exploring what this idea of duality is of energy work energy healing that each one of us can actually you know create the energy to to heal our own bodies to help others uh i find that totally fascinating and and no kidding i mean i've done this like i've i've had the feelings like i feel like a cold is coming on and instead of before i would just say uh try to ignore it go for a run anyway or just push 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 and of course wind up with a full-on cold not this time. I, anytime that happens, and I don't really get sick anymore at all, but anytime I feel even the slightest hint of something, I immediately rest. And typically I will sit down in a meditation and I will just, I will just channel the golden healing energy and I will focus on being completely healed and well, and I'll take more sleep if I need to. It works. It happens. It, I get, I don't get sick. Yeah. No, I believe that. I, I feel you there for sure. And Joe has amazing statistics on that. I mean, he is really at the cutting edge of proving all this out because he's using very scientific criteria to uh, to demonstrate this to the world. Go, Joe. Yeah. Oh, yes, I love that. <laughs> I can't wait to go to one of his retreats. I, I'm, I have that on my um, in my vision for next year, actually, to go to a Joe Dispenza retreat. They so I'm very excited about amazing. that. Amazing. <laughs> I can vouch. Yes, you need to do that for oh, sure. Awesome. You will love that. 
What a delight well, to to talk to you about all of this. Is there anything on your heart that we haven't covered that you want to make sure everybody knows or keeps in mind? You know, I think that the biggest the biggest message I want to get out there is look, um, whether you believe in meditation or prayer or anything, just just recognize that each one of us is here for a purpose. I mean, you are a human being and it's not happenstance, it's not chance. You're, you're here because you're here to experience life. And you get to decide what kind of experience in any moment. It doesn't matter how bad your life is right now or how great it is, or you're here to experience and, and, and make the decisions on what it is that you wanna experience. So just take a moment and breathe and tap in and listen to your heart and just ask yourself in any given moment, what would I love? What would I love? And the more you do that, the more you will begin to, to cultivate that relationship with yourself and to hear what it is you truly would love in that moment and then act on it. And when you act on that, as crazy or as preposterous as it may seem sometimes, you start acting on it, you will start to see the shifts and the changes and you will recognize that you are on the right path for you at that time. That's so beautiful. I love that. And those of you who are already out there reading Free Your Joy, which just recently released, you know that's one of our first practices is that very thing that you just described, even down to that question in the first month of um, the home play that I give. One of them is to, to ask, what would I love? Yeah, yes. it's so powerful love just that. to direct your attention in that, that way. And, um, and yeah, it's gotten some great feedback so far just on that, that step alone. So I'm so glad that you put a punctuation point on that here today. Well, My pleasure. Thank you, Julie. Please go follow up, y'all. If you have kids, if you're a teacher, if you work with kids in any capacity, get on this opportunity because this is how we're going to change the world. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. you. Thank you so much, Lisa. Have a great few weeks, listeners. Love you. Deepest gratitude and love to you, my beautiful listener tribe, with representation in 30 countries all across the globe. I'm so honored to spend this time with you. If you're wondering about my online events, my books, joining my Joy School community, all of that is waiting for you at lisamccourt.com. I look forward to connecting with you there. Much love. Untie your hands and throw them up because the world's your love.